Good evening, everyone. Forgive us for this delay. Thank you for your patience. I wish I could say technical difficulties, but I think it has more to do with traffic. Uh, again, welcome. Um, I'm Mary Wood for the San Francisco Ballet Center for Dance Education. And it's my pleasure to be here with you this evening in the War Memorial Opera House in San Francisco. This is Valentine's Day, and it's February 14th. The uh, Meet the Artist interviews, such as the one you're going to hear this evening, are uh, produced by the Center for Dance Education, directed by Charles Chip McNeil. And we are fortunate to have the Adult Education Coordinator, Cecilia Beam, right here, who is um, punting. She doesn't look like teat. We, uh, of course, many of you know that these programs are recorded, so while I welcome you here in the Opera House, I'm also greeting those who may be listening at a later date on the Internet via podcast. And I always like to encourage you to uh, stay in constant touch with the ballet's website, sfballet.org, which is just has a wealth of entertaining and informative material, including these podcasts. There are videos and, of course, updated information about programs and casting. And we are hoping that Teet makes it through traffic so that we will have an abbreviated time to chat with him because he has some great stuff to share. But in the meantime, I think what we can do, um, thank you, Cecilia, for joining me. Absolutely, pleasure. <laughs> Uh, we can uh, fill you in a little bit on, Yay! oh my gosh, there he is. There he is. Welcome, Teet Helmet, Principal <laughs> Dancer. You know what? I'm going to move over. Yay, no worries. We all, believe me, we all understand traffic. Just breathe. Keep breathing. I'll, I'll introduce you, and you can keep breathing. Um, we were going to talk a little bit about some of the programs that are coming up, but this gives us an opportunity to talk about some of the fun things that you've been up to this last year, in addition to um, the fact that Teet can uh, speak about the program that you're going to see this evening. Tonight is the premiere night of Program 2, which includes uh, just a wonderful mix of contemporary works. And even though every single piece on the program is new as of the last year and a half, um, variety of style, types of dance movement. Um, but what I really was hoping that you could talk to us a little bit about, first of all, let me just say thank you for making this effort to get here. I'm so sorry, guys. Thank you for waiting. And... Um, one of the neat things that you did this past year was to gather a group of dancers and go off on a little junket across the world. And I wonder if you would just tell the folks about that and what, how did that start? Well, it was, it was really just an opportunity that presented itself. And, and I really uh, wanted to grab the opportunity and really thought to myself, well, can I make this work? And tried really hard to make this work, and I made it work. And what did you do? And I went, oh, sorry. Those of you who don't know, uh, I went this past June. I went to Estonia. I took 
people who, with whom I love working with and some talented dancers and put together three-act evening and we performed it in Estonia, my home country. So you became not only dancer but impresario and director. How was that? It was extremely stressful. <laughs> and it was as if I had 16 kids suddenly in one day. And I loved all of them, but it was really tiring. Well, those of you who do keep up with the um, website, the blog, Studio 455, there were some pictures posted, and some of the dancers who went along did post on the blog. So it sounded as though it might have been stressful to you, but it sounded as though they had a great time. They, they loved it. They, they had never seen Estonia. It's a very quaint, small, beautiful country. And they all had good time, which was really... I, I was really glad about. Besides, the, what pieces did you take? What did they dance? Uh, we danced, first act we did uh, Balanchine's Apollo, and the second act I decided to do uh, Little Diverts. So we did uh, Balanchine's Tarantella, we did Frederick Ashton's um, Cinderella, and we did Balcony Paroli's Double Stop, and... And we did uh, Corsair Parada. <laughs> and then uh, to finish off the whole evening, we did the whole entire Ibsen's house, Balcony Paroli's Ibsen's house. And I seem to recall seeing him in one of the pictures, so he must have gone along with you. He came with me, and that was really great because he was, the dancers were able to work with him. A lot of them haven't, had never worked with him before. And Val is always so great, so it was really great for me to work with him again and him having worked with new dancers. And the, another aspect to this adventure that struck me is you had to take care of all of the technical production details as well. Did you carry crew and staff with you, or did you pick it up when you got there, or a little of each? Well, I tried to organize it so that uh, Theater Estonia would present us, so they would uh, give me a crew, stage crew, and some dressers and makeup artists. And, and uh, I did have a little, like, staff. I had Katita Waldo with me. She was a ballet mistress. She knew all the ballets. Uh, Valkyrie Paroli. Then uh, Michael, our PT, uh, massage therapist, he was with us. That's Jane, critical. Jane Green, who is running the show here, she was our stage manager. Then Dan McGarry was the tour manager. And Quinn was a, a videographer slash photographer for the tour. So you had quite a company. Yes. Is it something you'll take on again sometime soon? Well, if somebody wants to sponsor it, why not? <laughs> It just sounded great. And I imagine it's just a great experience for the dancers to do that kind of run out. Yeah, I, I, what I wanted to do was I wanted to give everybody an opportunity to do something new. And summers are one of those great times, and then we all just crave for some opportunity. And I tried to give a lot of opportunity for everybody, and I felt like everybody got to do something that they had never done before. That just sounds wonderful. Well, another adventure that I think you had this past year was to appear in the film. 
that was made of The Little Mermaid. I hope everybody's had a chance to see it. How many of you have seen it now? Quite a few. Um, and I, does it exist, I should know this, in um, DVD format? Can we buy it? Yes. Probably in our own shop? Uh, I think so. They'll appreciate my mentioning that, I'm sure. Um, say a few words about that, about the process of turning that incredible work into a film. And have you ever participated in a filmed work before? I've never participated in any kind of uh, ballet recording at, at this kind of scale. But it was, it was very exciting. It, I felt really privileged to be part of this. Um, I had really much enjoyed working with John Neumeyer and felt like this opportunity was something very special, so I didn't want to let go of it. And no matter how much I was hurting or anything, I just ignored it because I felt it was all worth it. How is knowing that it's going to be filmed, how does that, if at all, change the actual performances that, I know they filmed, I believe, two specific performances. Was there anything special that you had to do to prepare? Well, we did, uh, we did a little run-through on the stage with John, and he pretty much just had his hands over my face going like this, because he wanted to see how camera would look, and so... It was a little stressful because um, Bruce, Bruce Sansom, who was working with him, he said, we can see everything. <laughs> can you see what I'm thinking? Uh, so I had to be really aware of, of my face all the time and at the same time trying to not fall over, etc. And jump and turn. And jump and turn, you know. So I know that there were close-ups. In fact, that was sort of a striking feature of it, was the number of close-up shots. Um, how did it feel when you, finally, when you saw the final product? It was surreal. It was just... I wasn't somehow... I, I usually tend to be very critical, but somehow I was able to enjoy it more. Maybe because there was more close-ups and and focused in in that way for acting. But um, I, I was very, I was not looking at it in a critical eye. I tried to look at it more kind of general perspective. So I enjoyed it. That's good. Um, I just kind of wonder sometimes if you, you know, how sometimes you catch yourself in a mirror and you go, ooh, do I look like that? And I can imagine that might be a result. You know, that was that was something that, I, we always tend to struggle with as ballet dancers. We, we spend countless hours in front of a mirror looking at ourselves and perfecting everything. And then I, I just had to come to peace with thinking, well, this is what I look like. <laughs> and so it was okay. <laughs> well, I'm okay with so. that. Well, I would think so. Yeah. Um, we are looking forward, as I said, to this evening's program, which has um, such a variety, even though two of the pieces, Chroma and Number 9, were done just a year ago. And then Bo is... Um, Bo. Bo, okay. Um, and I think it's going to be um, a surprise, certainly for me, to see it. I, have you had a chance to see it I backstage? I have not. I have not. 
um, I know that you um, are in an alternate cast of Chroma, mm -hmm. and that was a stunning work for people to see last year. Um, how many of you saw it last year? Oh, wow, lots of folks. How many of you did not see it last year? Quite a few. For those people, what are they going to see? S impression. Well, you're going to see a lot of white. <laughs> you're going to see people who appear kind of nude-like, but they have a certain shade to each one of them. Uh, a lot of unusual choreography and intertwining uh, just the beauty of different vocabulary and lots of, lots of energy. Energy. Yeah. There's something very particular about the stage setting. Um, do you think that is an important element to Wayne McGregor's intention for the piece, that kind of frame look? Yeah, there is a, a large frame at the back, and and I, I think it's really clever the way he has used it, because sometimes when you're in a frame, things seem different, and then you come out of the frame. So it's really hard to say whether our perspective is out of the frame or into the frame. Okay, that's interesting. I'm going to have that carry that with me when I watch it. Uh, what about, you said, interesting movement. Is it, um, we, if you've read your program notes, Wayne McGregor did not start out as a ballet dancer. And he clearly understands ballet dancers, I think. I think so. How is it to do his work? How does that feel? Well, first day it feels really fun. And then you wake up the next morning and you can't move. <clears throat> but once your body gets used to this kind of movement, it is really fulfilling to use every single muscle in your body. It's, it's a great feeling. You really feel like you gave your all. I remember, again, harking back to one of the blog posts. <clears throat> one of the dancers talked about how sore, just how there were muscles that he had no idea he had. But then that when he when it was in rehearsal, it began to have that sort of satisfaction, mm -hmm. I think was the word he used. Yeah. Um, what about the music? Does it sound unusual, or is it going to be a little more familiar? Well, the parts that I am dancing in this ballet are, tend to be more lyrical, and there is this like a really nice yearning undertone to some of the music. Overall, I would say that the music all the way through is very powerful very um, energy-oriented. Um, but when there are these subtleties of quietness, there is this like a beautiful yearning soul running through it. And even though it's not acted out, it's in the moment, it, it represents that beautiful sense of loss. Mm. That's almost a twist. Because we're um, having a little compacted time, I do want to take two or three minutes, and we might even steal a couple minutes, um, to see if you folks have questions. If you've come in late, 
Uh, I'm Mary Wood, and I'm in conversation with T. Telemetz, principal dancer. And if you have a question, raise your hand. And let's see. Hands? Oh, right, right here. And I'll repeat the question. I'll keep that in mind. The gentleman is commenting that he likes Teet's smile and would like him to Thank have you. his program picture with a smile. <laughs> um, question. Okay, here. Um, is ballet a long tradition in Estonia? As far as I know, it has always been part of Estonian culture, more so during Soviet Union time when Russia ruled us. Um, ballet, opera, theater is, is very popular in, in our country. It's, it's a big event. If you're uh, any, in any of these fields, you're, you're a star. And you, you see in TV lots of ballet, lots of opera, lots of theater. It's always broadcasted and, uh, by the, uh, the, the main TV channel in Estonia. So it's, it's always available. I'm going to look over here. This side is awfully quiet. So then we're going to go back over here. Yes. How many, how many performances, how many programs... How many performances? When I was oh, when there, you were in Estonia this last summer? summer, last summer. Oh, we did two shows. We did one show in the capital city in the main opera house, and we did a show outside of Estonia. The place is called Yofi, and uh, it has a, a new opera house. It's only maybe two, three years old, and uh, a, a huge, huge ballet. Uh, Palais culture there because it's very close to Russian border, so we um, we we felt like it was important to go there and do a show there too. Huh. Um, back here, yeah. Did you hear the question? I think it, you're asking about his training. Yeah, just tell us about your training. Was it were you trained in Estonia or elsewhere? Yeah, I trained in in Estonia, in Estonian National Ballet School. And to enter this school, you have to be selected, so you have to fit into certain measurements. And uh, because we follow the Vaganova uh, method, everybody has to be long, long legs, short torso. And uh, once you get in, you get a full scholarship. And so I trained in that school for eight years. And then I, because I graduated that school, you're automatically admitted to the company. And then I recall you left there. And do I remember you went to the English National? I, I went uh, after working there two and a half years. I, uh, I went to England, Birmingham Royal Ballet. And I was there for six years. And... After that, I joined here. Uh, yes. What types of dance pieces um, are the most exciting to you to dance? Well, 
it changes. You know, um, when I was 18, I loved all the classics. I did all of them. And I've done now three different versions of the classics that all of them that I've done. <laughs> and so <clears throat> I've done that. that. That chapter is kind of, I'm satisfied. The reason why I joined San Francisco Ballet was because the creativity is here all the time. Things are happening here all the time. New things are being created, new choreography, new styles. I felt like I was missing out on something. And so anything that is new, anything that is creative, anything that is created on you, or you can work directly with the choreographer is way beyond this classical experience. It's just very fulfilling. So anything that is created on me is probably more special but also if you get to be part of this kind of creative process, it's just an amazing experience. I think we'll take one more question because we are stealing time. Yes. Do you mind naming the dancers who went with you to Estonia? Not at all. I just hope I remember all of them. Uh, I had Sarah Van Patten. I had Francis Chung. I had Daniel Devizon, I had Sasha Tesola, Nicole Ciaponi, I had Jeremy Kovic, I had Alec, uh, Alexandra Mayer, I had Joshua Reynolds from Joffrey, and Julianne Kepley, and myself. Oh, and Jim Sofranco. I was thinking if you could picture one of the works that was being danced, maybe you could <laughs> go down the cast list. Um, sounds like quite an adventure for that group. I wish we could go on longer. It's been just a pleasure for me to be with Tiet Helemetz, and I know that you are going to enjoy this evening's program, and the next couple of weeks you'll have a chance to see it again. Don't forget to go to the website and listen to past interviews, and you can review this interview perhaps in the future. Um, thank you, Tiet. Thank you so much. Thank you. Enjoy the performance.